Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Big K Morning Show. Super Bowl aftermath. Got a text from Marty last night. And, oh. and Marty, when you framed this story, I thought, how do we roll this out? And, you know, in sports, there's no... There's no shortage of bad behavior, but this takes it to a whole nother level when it comes to the fans. But you're so right, Larry. We have had parents on this show who have pulled their kids from sports because there's so much screaming and yelling in the stands. We've had parents go down onto the basketball court and get in fistfights with the referees. Um, we had this case uh, last year in Catania where we actually had the video. Young girl's a, a, a hockey goalie, and she's playing on a boys' team. They get out on the ice, and they start chanting. And I have this video, and it's obnoxious. Start chanting, suck my blank, blank. And it's heinous. This one is a new low. And I've I've uh, talked to both uh, parents and uh, students, and it's just hateful. So I get this message from this wonderful woman who I will not name. I'm a Fort Cherry graduate and not proud alumni after Friday night's basketball game against our longtime rivals, Burgettstown. Okay? This is sickening. Zach Schrockman of Burgestown recently lost his father to cancer. While playing Friday night against Fort Cherry, he was looking for his thousandth point, senior night. Burgestown's fans, Larry, started cheering, where's your thousandth? When Fort Collins students drowned out the cheer with, where is your dad? Where's your dad? Now, they knew his father was dead from cancer. Think about this in context, Larry. Zach ran off the, to the locker room. Disgusting behavior. What is happening? I hope someone cares about this. Uh, and, and then this young man's sister, and, and this broke my heart. I was really uh, in tears over this. This wonderful young man, Zach, whose father just died of cancer, his sister Kristen posts this. The Fort Cherry High School student section should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. The amount of disrespect that occurred last night was shameful, and extremely disheartening, she posted this uh, a Saturday morning. Making chants about a player's deceased father is cruel and unacceptable. The fact that the student section of Fort Cherry thought it was funny shows their true colors and their parents, community, and school districts should be ashamed of the behavior. They should be. My brother is one of the most humble, kind, and, and respectful young men you'll ever meet. He did not deserve to have his senior night ruined by such disrespectful individuals that clearly have never experienced the loss of a parent. My God. My family has been through a lot with the loss of my father to cancer, and Zach is our light. 
I will not stand to let someone or anyone disrespect him or my family ever. Our daddy would be damn proud of him. I am too. He will consider con, con, he will continue to persevere. Hard for me to read because I'm I'm so angry. And one of my boys, we go way back. Mark Dantinus. Good morning, Mark. How are you, brother? Good morning, Marty. How are you doing? Well, um, how long did you coach at a very high level, very successful as a basketball coach? I had 15 seasons. Okay. And when I sent you this yesterday, as a guy who believed in doing it the right way, how do you react to this? Well, again, coaches have supreme control over that situation. Uh, That's a timeout. Team goes into the locker room. You tell the uh, the administrators of that location, you fix it, and we'll come out and finish the game. But that player, uh, that player has to take precedent over anything else. It, that that's just despicable um, beyond anything I've ever uh, experienced or have have uh, ever heard of. How the hell? Because Larry and I were texting about this yesterday. How the hell do we get to this point, brother? I mean. You, you coach for 15 years. This is a level of hate I have not heard. Yeah, I, I will tell you, we had some rivals, and, and, and we had some rivals that had some really intense environments as home courts, and uh, I never saw anything or heard anything that was this personal. There were, there were people that would attack uh, me, whatever, you know, lose weight, whatever they need to do to, to you know. Uh, but in my eyes, it was all in good fun. You start attacking a player over a uh, a death of a parent or, or uh, anything that personal, um, you 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 take away the the uh, the sportsmanship, the competitiveness, and now all of a sudden it it, it I don't want to say it becomes a legal issue, but you've turned a high school basketball game into a uh, a made for TV uh, drama. It's just a shame. Uh. So, Coach, Man. what do you think should be done at this point? Nice. And to hear from, you know, the administration, obviously the student section, how do you handle that? That's the question. I, You know, I, I you would have to either uh, decide or, you, you know, is there a consequence for every student in attendance, which is just going to open up another can of worms? Is there a consequence for Fort Cherry High School? Um, if I understand it correctly, Fort Cherry was chanting against Burgestown. So, yep. uh, you know, is the school responsible? Um, but the thing that can't be done, and, and kudos to both of you, but it, it really can't just go unnoticed. Uh, until, Marty, until you sent me that note, I had never heard about that. And I know I'm out of town, right. but I still track, you know, the the, the news and, and everything back in, in Pittsburgh. and. Um, you know, it's something that, that needs attention because you really have to think where we where we were versus this incident, where are we going to be in 10 years? Wow. I, have, I have grandkids now. Yeah. What are they going to be screaming at my grandkids when they're in high school? So uh, to answer that question, uh, the last thing that can be done is nothing. Right. There has to be consequence. And uh, there should be some sort of suspension, something, because it's just that far outside of the lines. Hey, hey Coach, I, I, I would ban all fans from home games. i say to hell with you. I really would. I, you're not allowed to do this for another year. I would do something yeah. today. 
I, I think that if we get back to a point where the consequence fits the crime, it's no longer a slap on the wrist, uh, then you might get a shift of, hey, you know, I had an opportunity once to meet uh, and talk to John Woodson, right. John Wooden. John Wooden said, always do what's right. And the guy I was with said, Coach, uh, you know, how do you know? That's great, but how do you know what's right? And he said, you don't, but I guarantee you, you know what's wrong. And that is the difference. Those kids knew in, in, in their hearts, they knew what they were chanting was right wrong. Right on. And they did it anyhow, so there needs to be uh, – an equally egregious consequence, and maybe, maybe people will start taking notice and saying, hey, you know, let, let's not do that. It'll Disgusting. be interesting to see how this is handled moving forward, but thanks for the time, Coach. Yeah, brother. Scary, no man. Problem, man. It's good to talk to you guys. I, I feel like I'm home for a couple uh, couple minutes. Right on, my man. Where are you now? Down in Maryland. He runs hotels. He's a fantastic uh, general manager. That's how we became very good friends. But he was an amazing coach. And real quick, some guy you were swimming. Your daughter was swimming, and the guy said, "This girl sucks." Right, sitting right behind you. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We don't like to talk about that, but I needed uh, I needed some help of uh, of some some locals to restrain myself that day. That that was a bad day. It's unbelievable where we're at now. The hate. Well, we're going to follow up and see yeah, I'm what happens on this. next. Thanks, I emailed Mark. the I emailed the athletic director. I haven't heard from him, but um, folks are contacting the WPIL. Hey. There has to be some sort of punishment. Yeah, fellas, don't don't let it die. I mean that that's that would be my advice. And and you know the 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 other the other sports talks and the other uh, the other uh, people that you know have the media or, or have the the. Uh, the ink and, and and paper they need to they need to make this a uh, a priority that's the only way it's going to change you're right on colin's doing it colin dunlap just grabbing said he's all over this so you're right again coach thanks brother all right man it's good talking to you man what will they do we'll find out <sighs> you want to reach out you can check out the smell key instant access instant access at kdkradio.com we have Jared from Ambridge wants to weigh in on the Fort Cherry basketball incident. Good morning. Good morning, Larry Marty. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, this whole basketball incident with, you know, the, the student section and the parents chanting, you know, about this kid's dad dying of cancer. Like, my mother had cancer. She beat it. She's in, currently in remission. But for somebody else and for a group of people, to take that and use it as a weapon against somebody else is absolutely despicable. Wow. So what and should the school do? I mean, By the way, he does nail it. They weaponize. Their we weaponize. That's so a, true, that's, man. That's a good way that's to put it. That's what it is. It is they are weaponizing, you know, a tragic event in somebody's life like this. And it's absolutely just abhorrent. So what should they do? But The school. Well, honestly, the, as the school, I think that you guys you touched on a good point. Um during all, any home games, there's no longer allowed to be any kind of uh, participation. Right. There's no longer allowed to be any kind of, you know, people there. Right on. Um, I think that that would help. By but the way, it's I happened before. That... They, they've done this before. This is not an anomaly. They have banned home fans from games, football games and basketball games, for this obnoxious behavior. Correct. 
and I completely agree with that, you know, action. However, I think that something else needs to be done saying that this cannot happen again going further or going forward, excuse me. They need to issue and, a public apology to this young man, too. Absolutely. The school district itself should be on their knees asking this young right. man for his forgiveness. He's now traumatized for life. Can you imagine? You know, he already he already lost his father. I can't even imagine what that would be going through. And, you know, with almost losing my mother, that was tough enough. And, and my man, this will be to... this will be in his um, a tattooed on his soul until he dies. This chanting. Absolutely. Where's your father? Absolutely. The, to amaze, to, Larry, what, what really is astoundingly hateful to me is that obviously they had to know that this kid's dad died of cancer. Right. Right. Then they had to organize. Right. Right. Let's chant, where's your father, while he's at the free throw line trying to get a salvinth point. It's disgusting. Right. All right, Jerry. Have a good one, guys. I appreciate the talking to you. Here's what really this points out. The two incidents I talked about, where we have the video on the incident from Catanning on the ice rink. Again, uh, not urban America, not inner city America. We like to do that, right? It's them. This is what they do. No, this is... Rural America. This is Andy uh, Griffith Show America. This is Everybody's Wonderful America. And, and this group of heathens, scumbags, cockroaches, crawled into the gutter. Man, uh, having had uh, my father pass from cancer, having my sister uh, right now battling pancreatic cancer, uh, having had cancer myself, and so many folks out there who have lost. Can you imagine, Larry? You're just trying to manage the death of your father from can, uh, cancer, and these idiots, and I don't mean that in a nice way, these idiots are chanting, where's your father, knowing his father just died of cancer. It's like the lack of empathy that's so concerning. Thank you. That's what I don't like. I I haven't, thankfully, I've lost a friend to cancer. That's on, <sighs> you know, I've never lost a parent or anything, but like still, it's like, even if you haven't lost anybody, you but, still have empathy for that. So... It's the mob mentality. It is. If Larry. you had one wow. person said you could say that's you know that person is atypical and nice. they got issues and they got problems, but then you've got a group of people doing it. Thank you, and students nonetheless who don't care. They're in a public place and they know they're going to be called out for it, but they don't care. You know what she said though is so poignant. Lack of empathy. Man. Yeah, I just don't like. Uh, and I know kids think that grotesque things are funny, and they yeah, do. It's gallows humor. Yeah, that's right, Larry. But in this situation, it was, as Jared pointed out, weaponized. And he, he he ran into the locker room from the basketball court, and his poor sister has to address this on social media. This is how there better be an apology. I, I don't know about punishment. I don't know what the hell. Well, my boy John, who I love from the world's greatest hotel, says this is actually brilliant. Make the kids volunteer or work in a hospital's cancer unit. It's actually a brilliant there idea. There you go. Turn it around. We'll see what what the reaction is from the school district Man. and the athletic director. Man. Check out Rick Dayton's Drive at 5. Top stories of the day every weekday afternoon. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van. And we're looking forward to the KDK Radio Warmathon. Coming up for Dollar Energy Fund on Thursday. And that'll be a big opportunity. And Marty, you were kind of laughing, but uh, Easter comes early this year. Yeah, Valentine's Day is Wednesday. I'm just trying to help you out, bro. (laughs) 
Samantha, so, look, he has that dumb look on his face. What do you mean? No snow globes or anything like that for your work. Okay. Come on, man. No snow globes. You're going to get something for your wife for Valentine's Day. Tell the world they're listening. Tell your wife because she's listening right now. It'll be a surprise. I bet you it will. Yeah. Meanwhile, every Monday at this time. My man. It's no surprise. We check in with Brian Caranta, who is an expert in retirement planning, estate planning, and from Secure Money Advisors. Do you stay up and watch the game, I assume, Brian? I sure did with two little kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and it was, it was a very interesting. Uh, it was very interesting around eleven o'clock with those two trying to get oh them to bed. Oh my! Oh, they were still up. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my! They were still up, man. They were loving every second of it. They were loving every second. So of it. you're it married, right? Right. Yes. All right. So yes, you have two little kids. What age? Four and two. All right. So my man, what happens to you? If you don't get your wife anything or even mention Valentine's Day, dun, 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 party's over, right? Turn on the uh, lights. You know, I will tell you that I have a friend, Jody Eisner, who has a company called Method to Your Madness. She's yeah, a yeah. professional organizer. And one year she's up here and she's helping me. I got all these Valentine's Day cards. And she says, what's this? I said, these are Valentine's Day cards from, from Kate. And she goes, what's this? I go, well, these are Valentine's Day cards I gave to her. And she goes, Oh, okay, let's put them in a box because what you're going to do is just recycle them each year. Just give her the same card every year. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Whoa. That'll right. go over well. Wow, you've been shopping yeah. with Larry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's get yeah. th- down to some oh, business. Uh, Brian, is it true that we may no longer be paying taxes on our Social Security and in, in retirement? Can you believe Whoa. this? Is Whoa. this real? Can you Whoa. believe uh, I know this is this is breaking news. So, so first off, and and I mean this this topic has been generating a lot of interest for good reasons. So, the "You Earned It, You Keep It" Act is a significant piece of legislation proposed to eliminate federal taxes on Social Security retirement benefits starting in 2025. Now, to put this in perspective of how good it, this could be, you got to understand that if you're single, widowed divorced, married, filing separately, if you make $34,000 or more, up to 85% of your Social Security benefit it can become taxable right now, whatever your tax bracket is. If you're married and you're filing jointly, if you make anywhere from $44,000 or more, up to 85% of your benefits is taxable at whatever your income tax bracket is. So to have a proposal or legislation in saying, hey, we don't want you to no longer pay taxes on this Social Security. This is really big news, and it's big news for a lot of seniors and retirees out there. So what's the catch? Yeah, well, there's always a catch, isn't there? Uh, well, first off, the, the, the bill proposes to offset the loss of tax revenue by increasing taxes on higher earners. Specific, uh, specifically, it um, it's, it's suggests raising the Social Security wage base, meaning high income earners would pay 6.2% payroll tax on a larger portion of their wages up to over $250,000. Like right now, if you make about $140,000, that's the maximum that you're going to be um, taxed 
on your social, for social security, on your, on your payroll. But now they're going to say, we're going to take that all the way up to 250,000. They've been proposing that for a while. They, they've been wanting to have no threshold anymore. So if you make a million dollars a year, they want to tax you, uh, social, your social security on, uh, on any amount of income that you make. So that, that's going to be the big catch is it somebody's going to have to pay for it. So the, you know, it's, you know, it's also important to note that, um, it does have some, this bill, it's got some bipartisan support, especially regarding the elimination of this federal tax on Social Security. But keep in mind, if you live in a state that you pay state income tax on your Social Security, you're still going to have to do that. And Pennsylvania is one of them. Now, Pennsylvania is a state that we don't have to pay taxes on our retirement accounts, meaning if I take a withdrawal from my IRA, I don't have to pay state taxes on that, but you do on your Social Security. Get the details, righttrackpittsburgh.com. Brian Caranta, great information as always. Try to get some sleep later on, like man. the rest of us. Look, man. Yeah, and, and Marty, I will get a Come. Valentine's. I was just going to say, brother. Just to clarify. This guy is the will, guru, will, man. He's the best financial <laughs> advisor we've ever had on this show. But you're the worst husband if you don't get your wife something fresh. <laughs> Come on, bro. I will send. I, I will. I will be sure. I will be sure to follow your advice. I'll send you. Don't a buy a Frosty It'll... the Snowman light, or or a book. No, or, no. How do flowers fit well in your? I mean, uh, oh yeah, in man. Your suggestion? Big, big on see, women I love think, roses, but brother. that can't be the only thing, Brian. There has to be really? something in addition, like one Hershey's kiss. How about two tickets like to Hershey's see the kiss. new Bob Marley movie on Wednesday night? Wouldn't oh, come that be on, romantic? you get them free. No, <laughs> there you go. Some kind well, of Andrew, side hustle. Andrew, uh, Andrew Bocelli's coming to town oh, in, in oh, April. Oh. There you go. You could, you that's know, strong. That's a now. Good that's call. a romantic uh, singer. Good call. All right, Brian, we'll talk best, to you next man. week. Right, Great news, brother. Thank you. Thank you. RightTrackPittsburgh.com on the Big K Morning Show. It's love month, Marty. So you brought this on me. Yeah, what's my man? We got. Let me guess. He's going to say he can't stand Valentine's Day as a commercial thing. Joe and Penn Hills, you're on uh-huh. the Big K Morning Show. Hi. Good morning, guys. I wanted to share a story I had uh, for you. This, this happened about 35 years ago. I was a young engineer, and the Westinghouse beaver plant and it got to be Valentine's day. And one of the ladies there took a couple of us aside and she said, don't ever buy your wife a gift with a cord on it. <laughs> we looked at her. Larry. She said, no crock pots, no Larry. sweepers, no coffee makers, How about a book? no cords. How Here. about a snow globe lamp or a book? No, it had a cord. On it, he's he's right. Yeah. What and, what do you recommend at this point? <laughs> Let him finish his story, man. <laughs> Is that all you got, man? I, I th- no, wait a minute. No, no, don't cut me off there, Marty. I'm all right, what's the rest of the story? Over the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't put a cord on it. That's uh-huh. the that's the big that's the big thing. Whoa. Now I I got my wife something that's Valentine's Day. I can't share it with you because I know everybody in Rosedale listens to you guys. Wow. And I don't want her to know it. Well, let me ask you this. I ever got her, man. Does it have There's a no battery? A battery? No, no battery. No. Larry. No. Larry, what's wrong with you? What happened to love? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Okay, man. Thank well, you. the man. I love him. It's good advice. Anyone no Larry. Larry, go to Giant Eagle. They got flyers. Do not get that special someone in your life 
Anything with a cord on it. Yeah. Batteries, maybe. Whoa. Where are you going with that? What? You trying to go low on that? What? Uh-huh. You see how he plays dumb? It's a lot of things. Samantha, right? He's getting crude. What? He's being crude. crude. Yeah, he is. Well, he's going, all right. He's well, headed to the gutter, sister. The, well. What would you want? I want. As a woman. She has everything she wants right in front of her with her What man. would scream uh, romance? Well, I've had everything I need right, of course, with you guys. And, of course, with my no, boyfriend. You're, you're codependent with Larry. I'm just an appendant oh, cool. to you. Here we go. I'm cool with it, the- man. I don't mind that. Oh, God. What do you want from Mr. McDreamy, Mr. Cutie Pie? Oh, my, my well, yep. What's the, well, my dream boat. Let me, let me put it this way. What is the most romantic gift you've ever received? Um, I think flower. I like flowers. I See? think flowers are See, sweet. Larry? Come on, Larry. Or something personal. Man the blank up. I did kind of give him explicitly what I wanted. Oh. All right. I don't mind that at all, sister. Hope, hopefully you receive it back. Wednesday. Maybe a gift card, Larry, to, to Wendy's or something. A Frosty. Well, it's kind of work. a conflict. It's Ash Wednesday and Valentine's What the hell do you mean it's a conflict? You'll see. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.